Yeah, I mean, I, I don't like the word motivation. Uh, for one, people used to ask me how I bench press almost. I didn't quite get to 600, but they asked you how you bench press 600. They said, how do you get motivated to go into the gym? Like, I didn't get motivated. I just know what I wanted, and I went in and I did it. If I went into the gym only when I was motivated, I'd never go in. Welcome to another episode of The Michael Maloney Show, where we take you on a journey around the world, exploring the stories of successful individuals and learning from their achievements and struggles. Join us as we delve into the why and how behind their accomplishments and discover how to live a more fulfilling life. Todd, like I said, thanks for coming on today. Um, I first met you at um, the Tony Robbins pre-event meeting or meetup yeah. party uh, the night the night before, Date with that Destiny. God, yeah. that was cool. Um, yeah. And uh, you were actually one of the first people that I spoke to. Um, and yeah, I remember just telling you what I was about, figured out what you did. I think at that time you told me um, that you um, own a chiropractor or is it true? Correct me, correct me where I'm wrong, but I think you own a company that helps train chiropractors or, or what is it again? Uh, I, I have a chiropractic office. So, when yeah. you have, so you have a chiropractic office. So, um, so, Basically, a place where people can go, go to get adjustments, right? Yeah. Short answer is we don't do things like most people do. I think we um, we don't think people are stupid. <laughs> we we think people um, personal responsibility for your own health is paramount. Um, and so we, besides a chiropractic adjustment, which is necessary for your health, that turns on your nervous system. Um, it helps increase flow from your brain to your body. Um, helps your heartbeat and your lungs beat and your, 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 your lungs inflate your, uh, uh, food to digest hormones to regulate and all that. Other than that, we do a ton of other stuff. We do work, um, metabolics. We do, um, tons of seminars. We have one. What do you mean metabolics? Sorry. Metabolics testing. Oh, um, I got you. I got you. So we do, we do testing and then recommendations towards diet and supplementation mostly. Um, we're trying to be, we want to be where people go first when they have an illness, ironically, because I'm ill right now. Um, so instead of all, going to the doctor, go, go to your facility and, and get natural right. and yeah, awesome. Is it true? Now that brings me up to a thing that I just remembered. I remember when I was younger, somebody told me that oftentimes chiropractors and doctors, like, like me medical doctors and chiropractors don't get along because they both kind of believe in different treatment practices. Is that well, and, true? And that's sort of, well, back in the seventies, I think it was the ADA tried to shut down chiropractic. And so really? chiropractics, yeah, try to shut them down completely. And so a lot of times, if you've got an older doc, um, they sort of follow the, follow the older way. Chiropractic sued one, like it's one entity, I guess. I don't know who in chiropractic, but the chiropractic world sued and won. And now the ADA can't say things about chiropractic that they were saying. But again, if you got some of the older guys, the um, and listen, at the end of the day, you can't add chemicals to health. That's just not how health works. So Ooh, their like approach that. is an outside-in approach. Their approach is you have this symptom, uh, high blood pressure. Let's give you some drugs to treat your high blood pressure. Whereas we're going to say, Cool, but what caused high blood pressure? Right? Can we go in and figure that out? And beyond that, well, maybe you know, like not being healthy or 
you know, maybe maybe your spine's misaligned, so it prevents you from doing activities that would that would help your heart or something like that. Well, kind yeah, of. we 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 call it the five essentials of health, and one of the essentials. So th there's five of them. Um, maximize nutrition, so eat as much, eat the right foods and not the wrong foods. Um, exercise, well, technically it's blood oxygenation, but it's actually, mostly through exercise. Um, there is minimizing toxins. For instance, if um, they did a study that those that if there's two people who live in the same house and one of them does all the cleaning using standard mm -hmm. cleaning products, that person is seven times more likely to get cancer than the other one. That's toxins. No way. Oh yeah, wow. big deal. But then wow. there's the other two, and the other two are the biggest ones. Um, my wife is our chiropractor, and uh, you know, for instance, if I were to if I were to cut you in half, your uh, your wherever wherever I cut you, total nerve function from there down won't work. You can't wiggle your toes. You can't, um, you know, you won't feel any pain or things like that. But you also won't have any function. So that's the dramatic side. But beyond the function, instead of cutting it, what if we just tweaked it just a little bit? What if there's something that sort of impinged it, like a garden hose? You know, instead, yeah. if, you step on a, yeah. if you step on a garden hose, the water doesn't flow quite as freely. You'll still get water. And you might even get so much water that you don't even realize something's wrong. But if you're doing it over time and things start showing up in other ways, then that's exactly how I had heart failure. Um, because I thought... I mean, I, I was doing a lot of things right, but I was I had symptoms that I didn't know were symptoms. They're just part of life. And um, when you get back to treating things naturally and holistically, well, that's how that's your out. That's how you get out of these things. That's exactly what I did, and that's why I'm still alive today. Wow, no, that's great, man. Um, I, I I watched a TED talk probably ten years ago about how, and this doctor was talking about how. You notice like when you have a cold or the flu or a headache, um, specifically mostly cold is where I've felt it the most. But you take if, if you take like Tylenol, uh, Dayquil, whatever, it, it makes you feel better for a while. But then when it wears off, it, it's almost yeah. worse because yeah. your body, it's like the medicine isn't actually helping you heal. It's just making right. you feel better. The medicine is slowing you down from getting better because it's causing your systems to have to um you know produce or go uh use it and it, yeah it's just it, it it slows your body down from growth so that's a, that's an interesting perspective and i i guess that makes sense that, that that's the way a chiropractor would think what are some of the um and, and i agree with you um what are so you talked about some of the benefits of chiropractor care like the circulation um can you speak on some of the other ones like what are the main reasons why you would tell somebody to go to the chiropractor yeah. So for me, if you're looking at chiropractic, um, it, it, you know, it's a bit of a mixed bag because on one hand, most people are going to call us if their back hurts or their neck hurts or I slept on it the wrong way or something like that. Um, and yeah, we do treat pain. But the problem is, is pain is one of the body's last responses, not one of the first. And also about 90% of your nerves don't even feel pain. They're just communication pathways, right? So it's an electrical signal from your brain to your body. That's all it is. And it's the thing telling your hormones to regulate, right? It's the thing that's, that, that, that's allowing you to be healthy. It's your brain's only job is to keep you alive and it sends that signal to your body. So, you know, I, I, somebody just messaged that they're pregnant and they wanted, they're looking for a chiropractor. I said, Hey, look, we, you know, we're Webster certified. We can do that. Um, but 
that's all function in, in the sense of um, of biological function. My back hurts. I have to get it fixed. But yeah. if you only go to a chiropractor when your back hurts, it's like only going to a dentist when you when you have a cavity, right? Or sorry, only brushing your teeth when you have a cavity, probably. Yeah, um, or, yeah, or when you're in pain. Yeah, I see what you mean. Wow. So we we um, I I do it like this. I mean, your body was made for five thousand, ten thousand, twenty thousand years ago, right? And and do this. Go 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 watch any movie or a TV show or something from that was made before the 1990s. Well, maybe okay. 2000 and before. And you will notice, uh, I first noticed this when I was watching It's a Wonderful Life. And I was noticing that, um, how, okay, look, you ever see one of those pictures of the people in the 70s? Like they're all on the beach and everybody's jacked and nobody's fat. You ever seen that? You ever seen those videos? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So that's what, that, that's what things are like um, with chiropractic. So because of computers, cars, Phones, phones are the, one of the biggest culprits. The couch was invented in 1895, by the way, by a guy named Couch. I love that story because I'm, I'm imagining a guy saying, I'm going to invent this thing. I'm going to call it a couch and I'll be famous. And nobody knows it was him. Um, but the couch, so before 1895, we didn't sit around all day. I mean, they had other ways, but it wasn't on something cushy and whatever. Yeah, right? yeah. It wasn't about comfort and getting the most comfortable chair. Yeah. Here. Right. Right. So we're trying to put your body into a position to do what it was designed to do. So we say that the power that made the body heals the body. And what that means is if we call it innate health, like Tony Robbins is a, is a big believer in the innate. He might call it something different, but the innate. If you're a Christian, you can say that's God. If you're not a Christian, you can call it something else. But the principle is still the same. Innate health. Whoever created you did gave you a system that allows you to heal yourself. And anything... Yeah. And since, and since since health isn't in the either or, you're not moving. You're not, you're not like suddenly just healthy one day. You're either moving towards health or away from health, right? And so since health isn't an either or, then every decision that we make lends us towards health. But because you'll only be as healthy as your spine and your mind will allow. That's the other one mindset, by the way. You'll only be as healthy as your spine and your mind will allow. You can do everything else right, and your threshold is much lower than otherwise, right? So. While it's true that if somebody definitely, if you got back pain, we'll, we'll have you come see us. Um, but uh, th th that's what we're really doing is we're on your third visit. We'll, you'll in we'll introduce you to actually it's the nervous system. The nervous system is the thing that controls your health. Health is healing. So that's how we're approaching that dynamic. And it's really so just it's really, start from the foundation, really. I mean, because your spine is everything. It it's your you know it holds you together. Yep. Hold you up. Yep. And I'm looking so, at since, since Tony Robbins, I've really come around to. I, I, I might listen. My, my, I've got a weird background. You know, I'm not. A, I'm not a chiropractor. I've got a PhD in something else. Um, so I'm. I'm. I have a very varied background. My background, I guess you could say, is from church planting, sort of. Uh, I have seminary education and and Christian church ministries education. And so, cool. if I'm, yeah, nobody does anymore. <laughs> Because <laughs> I've lived four lives since then, but <laughs> since so, if you think about the church, the church is a uh, message-based mission organization. Well, what did I just describe yep. for you that our, that our chiropractic office is a message-based mission organization? So I'm yeah, using brain, I'm well. using my church planting background, and I'm and I'm applying that now. And I, if 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 somebody who um, runs a church 
if their mission is to help as many people as they can, whatever it takes, then they're going to do whatever it takes to do that. So I don't know what that means, but I'd love to, you know, I, 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 have, a, I, have, a, I have a big city. I'm in Columbus, Ohio. Um, I, there's a lot of people out there that are just dying, literally dying, hurting. Sure. Um, and again, for me, I didn't even get to tell my story, but I, I was dying of heart failure um, just six years ago. I was a professor. I was going the professor route. I got my fancy British PhD just so I could be an academic. That's what I wanted to do. Um, I loved researching. I loved teaching. Hated grading papers was part of the job. Uh, and when uh, when I uh, went into the hospital, I had a leg infection. And the next morning, they told me that it, they told me that it wasn't the leg infection wasn't the big deal. Whatever, let it go. Let it be septic. It doesn't matter because the big deal is that Dr. Todd you're dying of heart failure. He said, when they measure that with something called an ejection fraction, an ejection fraction is essentially how much blood your heart beats with each pump, pump pumps with each beat, right? So for me, I was a world-class athlete at the time. I was a stuntman. I was doing uh, powerlifting, if that's an athlete, I guess. Uh, I, was right, European, yeah. I was a European champion the year before. I was, I was gearing up. In fact, it was six weeks from the world championship. I knew I was going to get it. I was just going to get it. Already bought my plane ticket. Couldn't go. Um, oh, man. Those things are non-refundable, by the way. I was in Croatia. Um, <laughs> so, uh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, when uh, So my ejection fraction should have been 60. The diagnosis of heart failure begins at 40. Mine was 20. And when people have an ejection fraction of 20, 9 out of 10 people die within a year. That means so that, if I that means those, your heart wasn't pushing blood fat enough that's volume. Right. About about a, about a third of what it should have been. If I if mine was 20, wow. it could have been about 60. What and how then, what how do you you found this because of the infection on your leg? Yeah, basically I went to the hospital for something else. And your what I mean, what was your energy like at this point? Like well, that's you would think with a third of your energy, you know, of your blood would Yeah. Here, here's tired. how those things work. Um and we all do it. You ever you ever wake up and realize, you know, it's it's after it's after Thanksgiving, it's after Christmas, and you know you're about 20 pounds heavier. And you're like, I, I really should take care of this. I'll, I'll get to it. Like, I didn't know it was as dire as it was, but there were signs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, in hindsight. So you were, like, tired. You were putting on a little extra weight. Yeah, that's sure. What, that's what was happening from the It, the wasn't, it wasn't the weight. It, I, I didn't put in any weight. I was work, In fact, if you think about it, I was working out at a very high level yeah. uh, four times a week. But I was exhausted. So, um. Okay. But I knew that if I did what those nine out of 10 people did, I'd get what those nine out of 10 people got. Right. And I started doing my research. I started digging in deeper and I realized that if I did it their way, I get nine out of 10 people die. But if, if I were to survive that first year, nine out of 10 people die in the next 10 years. So that means 1% survives 10 years. Jeez. <laughs> I also learned that if I followed their pharmaceutical protocol, which is what everybody else is doing, then uh, my ejection fraction would still be around 30, which means I'm still in heart failure, which you know the end of that. Yeah, right. right. So I, I started doing all my research. I dug out uh, articles um, in every direction I could. I did, I used my PhD. I put it to work. And I, and I obviously there's chiropractic. Chiropractic lowers your blood pressure. Uh, it, it increases your white blood cell count. It turns on your nervous system and those are the nerves that go to and your heart. How does it lower your blood pressure? Just because everything's aligned and it doesn't have – I mean, how? 
Well, there's a lot of ways. Um, the most simple way is the systems that control your blood pressure, um, including your heart, are all, they're all connected by your nervous system. Your brain doesn't want a high blood pressure unless there's a reason for it. So it, your brain gets to the cause of what that reason is. That's the short version. Um, but it restores function. It's, a, it's an electrical impulse. So if you were to get li a literal electrical impulse, um, you know, the, the paddles or something, your, your blood pressure would drop really fast right away. Now, it might go back up later, but it's, it's at least giving you a head start, right? Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so I, I, I had uh, articles. Here's what, here's what sitting in a sauna does. Literally a full-spectrum infrared sauna. Here's what these certain um, D-ribose and CoQ10 and, and, and certain amino acids and, and uh, creatine and a few other things. I, I showed these studies that also do – literally one of those outperformed the medication in peer-reviewed studies. And I, I don't think peer-reviewed is as great as people think it is. But if they do, I'm going to show them those studies. And they said, great. And when you do those things, we'll adjust your medication. That's it. Everything so they wanted you to table. take the medication. They wanted you to do this, do it all at the same time. And from what I'm hoping <laughs> you, or what I'm thinking you might. So what did you end up doing then? Did you not take any medication? And well, I had to at the beginning. So medication is a last sure. resort. It is a resort sometimes, but it is a last resort. Most of us treat it like it's a first resort, right? So I had to do what I had to do to save my life, right? Um, and, and the other side of that is there is not a natural remedy that isn't better than a pharmaceutical remedy. There's not a natural remedy that's not better than a pharmaceutical remedy. But that doesn't mean we know what that remedy is, right? Uh, I see. Okay. So it's not well, – Sometimes it's not, you have to resort to medication – you got to do what you got to do. I mean, it's, yeah. it is a last resort. You want to live. Sometimes you do have to do it, but it's a last resort. And so this, this experience pretty much catapulted you into the, the natural healing techniques. And right. Is that what I'm getting? Is it inspired you basically. to start the company, your practice? And that's, yeah. Yeah. Over, I mean, it took some time. Obviously I had to, it was a, it was a tough couple of years. It's an annoying thing because your heart is a muscle. They, they told me don't work out. I was like, but my heart's a muscle. I feel like I need to exercise that muscle smartly. I need to do it the right way, but I got to exercise. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Carefully. So you're tired. You're tired because of the medication. You're tired because of the heart. Um, the heart's so weak, but but you push through. You make it happen. My daughter uh, requires it of me. She just walked right past me, but she was a baby. She wouldn't. I'm imagining in my head her because she was only six months old. Her not knowing silly things like what. You know, what's my favorite yeah. color? What's my favorite? What's my favorite Paw Patrol character or things like that? She now thinks it's Rocky because I think uh, because she thinks my favorite color is green. <laughs> she just looked at me. Uh, I Before we continue, I'd like to take a moment to share something I'm passionate about with you. If you're someone who is constantly striving for personal growth and loves surrounding yourself with other motivated individuals, you're going to want to hear about this. Check out growthgroupinc.com. This is an exclusive community made up of high achievers and dynamic entrepreneurs just like you. It's a space where like-minded individuals come together, collaborate, and support each other on their own journey to success. Growth Group is more than just a community. It's a collective mindset, a commitment to getting better every single day. We believe in the power of connection, collaboration, and constant growth. And we're confident that being part of this community will give you an unparalleled advantage on your path to success. So take a moment, visit growthgroupincorporated.com. 
and join us as we elevate our lives together. Trust me, this is one investment in your future you will not regret. Now, let's get back to our conversation. I even love this more because, yeah, she can hear you. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. She that's just walked awesome. in. So, all right. So let's, I want to, I want to hear. So that's, that's all freaking awesome. And I love what you're doing. I, I'm like, I explained earlier, I saw that Ted talk earlier in my life that kind of talked about medication. And I've always, since that, I've always been the person that's like, Hey, don't take medication unless you need to. Like if I have a headache, I'll try to get an electrolyte drink or, you know, drink some extra water. So I, I really appreciate that. But I'm, I, I, now I want to move on to like, cause Todd, when I met you and ever since I've, I've only known you now for maybe about a half a year, We've been friends on social media and I see your posts and I see what you're putting out. You've messaged me here and there on WhatsApp and we've stayed in contact and I just appreciate who you are, what you stand for. And I guess I'm wondering kind of like what, like, what is your why? Like, what's your reasoning for doing what you're doing? Like, how do you keep yourself motivated? Like when you have a bad day, what, what keeps you want, wanting to, to show up yourself? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't like the word motivation. Uh, for one, people used to ask me how I bench press almost. I didn't quite get to 600, but they asked you how you bench press 600. They said, how do you get motivated to go into the gym? Like, I didn't get motivated. I just know what I wanted, and I went in and I did it. If I went into the gym only when I was motivated, I'd never go in. Right. So yeah, People so, don't realize that there's positive and negative motivation, that's for sure. Oh, my gosh. I yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, the total answer is there's a – and I don't even know where I picked this up, but I'll give you a couple of examples. But one of them – uh, I, I have a post-it note on my office upstairs. I've got it on my computer. And it says something like, don't give up now. Somebody you haven't even met yet is counting on meeting you. I love that. Wow. And, and I see that. We just did, a, we just did the Home and Garden show. Um, um, we, we, we had three of them this year. So we go set up a booth, a nice booth. I put up a I double, I get the double sized and I bring out the, like, I make, I make it look like our office. I've got a giant TV there and I've got trees and it's cool. Cool. And, yeah. um, and when I do these events, that's what goes through my head. I've got a brand new team. They've only been with me for a couple of months, but like, I'll, I'll give you an example at Oktoberfest this year. Um, we've been there since, I don't know, eight hours or something like that. And I sent my team home. I said, you guys go, I'm going to stay. Because somebody out there who I haven't even met yet is counting on meeting me. So they went home. I grabbed a chair. I put it in the middle of my booth just to sit, just to be there, to be faithful to the process. And within minutes, I had another three people sign up to come in. A couple of them are still patients. Unreal. I had that happen at the home show, the big home show last year, where it was the only day. I actually got it, went out to the car, got in the car, got in the, got, drove onto the road, backed up, went into the spot, came back inside and signed somebody else up. And when I sign people up, I'm signing them up for what I tell my team is they ask me, people always ask me, what's your goal for this event? And like, I, from a business perspective, I have an expectation. I know generally what I want to get. My goal is one more. And by one more, I don't mean we signed up one more person. I mean, we had one more quality interaction with somebody. And if they live in Chicago or Las Vegas or somewhere else on the other side of the planet, and they'll never, ever set foot in our office, I'm not going to treat them any differently. They are, they, they, they need the same message that we have. So when they come the in, when they come in, that's what it is. It's just one more, one more impact, one more, whatever. And normally at these events, we get about 40 people. 
most Kairos walk out with about 15. They're happy with it. We usually get 40. Dude, but for some great. reason, at the last wow. one, we only got 20. And it was 21, actually. And it was frustrating. It was like, but the thing that anchored us was, yeah, we signed up 21, but we had 100 other people. I talked on the main stage. I mean, we had all these other people that I know that in that moment, we made an impact. And that's what matters to me. So you want to know what gets me out of bed, what causes me to get out and do that. It's the fact that I know there's people I haven't even met that are counting on meeting me. Because I have a message. Dude, I love that. Them. I'm going to, when I, after this um, podcast here, I'm going to write that on a sticky note. So there's it. people out there. How do you, how do you say it exactly? Um, <laughs> I'll go upstairs and read it for you when I, when, when, when you're yeah, here, but it's, yeah. uh, don't, don't give up now. There's people that haven't even met you that are counting on meeting you. Dude, that's powerful. And, and to be able to, yeah, to look, to look at it, the way you go, the, the way you went to the trade show, looking at it the way you did was perfect. You know, it's like, I'm here to impact. I don't care if I don't sign anybody up, but it's almost like you're trusting that you're, it's like your business sense is trusting that you'll sign up clients. If you go about it the way you are, which you proved that's you right. are, I mean, you get 40, Basically. the other guys are getting 15, 20. I mean, that's yeah. great. And obviously the numbers change at every, at every time, but, but I think it's really important. Actually, no. No, we were literally really? consistent between 39 and 41 wow. for the last like five Jeez. shows. Then all of a sudden we get half of that number and we're like, what did we do wrong? What's what, 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 what are we doing that's wrong? And actually it turned out on the Saturday, which is the busiest day, the crowd numbers were a third of what they were before. There was a huge windstorm. People weren't going out. <laughs> so it wasn't, it wasn't even something we did. I mean, it was just, but, and that's part of being faithful to the process. It just is. And now from a business perspective, that means we have to pivot. You know, I have to do more marketing things. You know, I do lunch and learns. We're going to start the lunch and learn program up in, in a couple of weeks here. Um, it just means I have to do that early, but that's okay. That's fine. Yeah. Because my calling is to help one more person. Right. And if your team looks at it that way, they're going to be doing, they're going to be going the extra mile trying to mm -hmm. impact people. That's awesome. Yeah, that's everything. Um, so I asked you kind of what already motivated you, um, what motivated you to start a business. What is what is some advice you would give somebody else considering starting a business? Um, start with why. Start with why, and figure out where you want to be. What are you trying to do with that? Um, and if your why is compelling enough, you'll find a way. But it's there's going to be hard times. There's going to be. A lot of stress. And I don't even care if you're, I mean, we, we've almost doubled in size from where we were in September when we opened our new place. We were in another guy's office. We left for reasons. And, um, and we, we, once, once we opened up our own place, uh, we are, I mean, it's probably 50% larger just in six months, which is a big boost. But there's still moments where I go, oh, how, oh, we're going to pay the bills. Are we still going to do we're 50% larger? Now our overhead's a lot higher, but I mean, it is what it is. So, yeah. Well, and, and I'm sure you've been such a Tony Robbins fan, you know, the scarcity abundance mindset. It's like, it's really easy as a business owner to focus on the bottom line and kind of freak yourself out and think, oh, well, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? But instead of focusing on that, if you focus on the abundance side of it, like putting your attention towards, you know, gener things that generate new business or new clients, um, it's much more fruitful. So, and, and you know that. Um, let's, let's jump over to Tony Robbins. So what, what jump or what got you into the Tony Robbins realm? I, I don't know the answer to that, man. I don't know the answer. I really don't. Um, how, how long have you been, how long have you been doing Tony's events and doing that kind of stuff? 
last November. Really? That was the first one. Yeah. The event we went so to. Uh, wow. I, I did, I did an event in England. We had a, we had a practice in England. That's where I got my PhD. Um, and is a group called landmark and landmark really, um, opened my eyes to a lot, to, to a whole new world. Uh, they're very different from Tony, but it's all mindset based and language based, uh, NLP type stuff. Um, the focus is very different, but it works. And coming out of that, when we came back to America, um, even when I was a professor, I taught landmark ish, Tony ish stuff. So I'd, drive, I'd have a 45-minute drive to, to, the, to the university, and I'd be listening to just whatever podcast I could have. Didn't I didn't know who Tony – I mean, I kind of knew who he was, I think, but I didn't, like, know – his name. Yeah. yeah, sure. And Tony had said something, um, which I had taken out of context, but, it, but it's part of my driving is um, the most powerful force in your personality, in the human personality, is the need to stay consistent with who you believe yourself to be. And he takes that to a different level or to, in a different direction. But the direction I take it is if I believe that I'm a certain person, all my decisions will direct that way. Sure, it doesn't yeah. mean if I, th- if I think I'm a world-class athlete, it doesn't mean I'm going to be a world-class athlete, but it means I'm going to think and behave and do the things a world-class athlete would do. So when I was a professor, I used to teach this stuff. And then we sort of branched off into a lunch program where my wife would go into places. I have an event marketing background. Also, and my wife would go into places and you didn't do talks. So I managed all these talks for her. And then it got around to where there were so many talks. She was doing two or three a week. In addition to seeing patients full time. Oh, wow. um, there were so many of them that I said, hold on. Why don't I, you're telling my story anyway, my heart failure story. Why don't I back out? I'll do the talks. And that was, that was in spring, in January of 2020, when I went in and told the Dean that I wasn't coming back. Something oh, happened right. in March a few months later. Um, so we actually haven't done any yet. Um, a bunch so of things. the boats. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Yeah, yeah. And then it's just been going good. So, and then, but then how, like, did he, were you just watching YouTube videos and like, yeah. his, yep. his, he just came up basically? Um, <laughs> he did uh, the unbreakable challenge uh, or whatever it was called the new year, new year, new you in New Year's Eve, December 31 of 20, going into 2021. And I signed up for that and I paid the extra 50 bucks or something to get the, uh, to get the uh, all time access. Um, yep. And then, and then they targeted me and they said, you can go to UPW and just for a little bit more. And it wasn't, I don't remember the number, but I didn't blink. I didn't think it was a big deal for just a little bit more. We'll give you these diamond seats. And it's virtual. So what that means is you'll get diamond breakout rooms and 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 access to the recordings later. Cool. All right. Like a hundred bucks more. I just did that. Well, I didn't yeah, go. He's, he's I genius. Him. I mean, the way well, they have that got, set up. Sorry. Well, I didn't go because I got COVID. The next year I didn't oh, go because okay. they, they put a mask mandate in. And I'm not going to do that. And it was Florida. I thought, what the heck, man? The next year was this year. So I had diamond seats. Turns out these are $4,000 seats that I didn't pay that much for. And I, I got in, I made a lot of really good friends with a lot of his uh, platinum partners and a lot of diamond level friends. And, um, and I still, I, I, I'm going to go, I'm flying out to see one of them in a couple weeks here. Um, and it's been not just Tony's stuff, but being around people who do Tony's stuff. Yeah. See, that's what's so powerful about it is it's, you're paying to get in the room with the people that you want to learn from and associate with and dude, that it's powerful. Yeah. 
why self-development? I mean, why, what, what made you, have you always been inclined to like try to grow? I mean, have you always been that person that wants, that wants to be better? I've always had a weird, I almost majored in psychology. Um, and that's all I knew at the moment. And I, I had a friend in high school who said, why do you want to do psychology? That stuff's satanic. But I think he was thinking of like, of, uh, of what's it called? Um, like, um, Torah, uh, not Torah. Try that again. Uh, tarot card readings. Tarot, that's different. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I can't think of the word for that right now. I think that's I know what you mean, like where the yeah, the zodiac signs and all that. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. So he did one of those things that totally like, oh no, I didn't realize that studying the human brain could be satanic, and it was in the back of my head for like forever, and then I ended up just. But it's always been there, understanding why. Even when I did my PhD. Um, why people do the things that they do, how to motivate them. When I was a kid, right. I used to, um, I used to take movies like the Braveheart movie. And, and um, um, I'm trying to think there's a few other movies where on the old VHS tapes and I would rewind them and write down the, these, these motivational speeches that they gave, you know, and, really I, and I would cool. study them and I'm in like high school and I'm studying why William Wallace in this movie said this thing. And um, because I wanted to have that level of impact. So I didn't want to, um, you know, be drawn and quartered at Smithfields in England, but I, but I do want to, uh, but I do want to have that impact where I can, where I can, you know, motivate people. Well, actually I say you, you can't motivate people, but you can inspire people. And I want to have that where I can inspire people. Motivation's intrinsic. I say. See, and that's, I agree people. with you. Like we were talking about earlier. I, I, I agree. Motivation isn't, there's positive and negative motivation yet. Yeah, positive motivation is good, but. Like I think Tony himself says that how he hates the phrase motivational speakers. Like that's not right. He's not your guru. Yeah. Um, exactly. I'm not your guru. Um, awesome. Uh, so, okay. So we figured out what you do, pretty much why you do it to to impact people. Um, you're into self development. I mean, that's how we met. Kudos to you, man. Keep that up. Do you plan on going to any more um, seminars anytime soon? I mean, I, I've got. Plat tickets to or guest tickets to um, in studio at Business Mastery. When are you doing in that? I'd love to do that eventually. Oh, August. in August. Yeah, yeah. And after that, I mean, I plan on I'm, ta I'm taking my whole team to UPW in November in Dallas. They're all going. Um, That's in November. Yeah. So they're not doing they're, it in West Palm Beach this year, probably. No, they're in a, they're downtown Dallas. Terrible spot, I think. I don't know why they Yeah, this is it's just there's nothing around there. You gotta walk a half mile to do anything. Whereas in Palm Beach, you just walk out and there's all those restaurants. Dallas, it's it's there's just nothing. Like it's it's gonna be more expensive to get hotels, more expensive to get parking. Um, and then you gotta walk everywhere, as opposed to if you were up in you know, Mesquite or Grapevine or something. There's there's plenty yeah. of massive resorts up there where they can they can accommodate. I don't know why they chose that. But who knows? But that's you know how it goes though. It freaking starts at what, like eight thirty between eight and ten and goes till two in the morning. So sure, yeah, yeah, the yeah. food's the biggest the issue. And you know, having stayed or hotels close is nice. I don't know if I'll make it down there or not, but we'll see. Yeah. Um so Todd, so anybody that um resonated with you and wants wants to learn more about like your practice and maybe how you go about like the holistic, you know, lifestyle and um, natural um, remedies to, to getting better. 
if they want to learn about that, how might they find you? Um, I know we're friends on Facebook. Should they just look up your name on Facebook or what's the best way to get in touch with you? Yeah, I, 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 um, I, I don't have my tags memorized. I've got, um, um, obviously we have our office tag, but I've got my own as a, as a speaker, as a public speaker, um, facebook.com slash, um, I think it's, um, might just be Dr. Todd. Dr. Um, Todd. Well, just, um, just after, after you log off, just text them to me and I'll make sure to comment them, um, at the bottom once we, when we publish this, um, when it goes live. So don't worry about that. Just, just, um, give me that information so that people can reach out. Um, is, is there any questions that you wish I would have asked you today? <coughs> no, no, I don't think so. I think we went over quite a bit. I mean, um, I, I'm, I'm grateful that I was able to learn, you know, about how you do things, why you do things. Um, for anybody that's, you know, looking to do this kind of stuff, Todd, Todd is a great resource. Um, he, he's awesome to talk to. So please do reach out to him um, if, if you're interested. But other than that, Todd, um, I always like at the very end just to like leave a, a section for you to just give off your final thoughts. Like if you have any inspirational thoughts or anything that you might want to leave with somebody who, whether they're going through a hard time or not, they might just have a busy lifestyle. Like, you know, life's crazy for everybody. So do you have anything you'd like to leave with our listeners? Yeah, I feel like this is a psychology test. What's the one thing you think of right now? Go. Um, <laughs> yeah. Go. But, but, I, but I think, I mean, the answer is going to be, and it's always going to be, um, you only have one health, and that's mental health, uh, and that's physical health, and that's spiritual health. Those are all one part of the same health. They're all one. Mm. Nobody has time. You ask people why they didn't work out. Why, why don't you go to the gym? Well, I don't have time. We found out in 2020 that was a lie. Everybody had time. Nobody worked out. Um, 10% of people gained 50 pounds or more during 2020, during COVID. Um, so you only, you only get one and and you also only get one shot with that body and you can make up for past mistakes, but you can't really erase them. So they'll always be there. So even if you don't want to, for the sake of your family, for the sake of your, your, your loved ones, take care of yourself, do the things that you know you need to do and do the smallest steps possible. If that means you know that you need to go for a run, don't go for a run, but put your shoes by the door, that sort of thing. But take the smallest step possible, then take the next smallest step, and then move forward. Because you can't take care of other people, which we all want to do. We're all driven to contribute. You can't do that if you haven't taken care of yourself. Mic drop. Dude, I love it. <laughs> I feel like this analogy always comes up, but it's so it's such a good one. It's like when you're on an airplane and the gas mask comes out. You have to take care of yourself before you can take other yep. take care of other people. You know, it's like the mother that has a kid or, you know, three kids. It's the family and the mom. It, it tends to be the mom who puts herself last and takes care of the kids and the house and doing all this stuff. And then they fall apart. You know, it's important to remember that take care of yourself first. So I love that. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for that last comment. Um, great. That was another episode of The Michael Maloney Show. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.